And this is the Tantric Lounge, where we talk sex, science, and spirituality. Welcome to episode two of season two, and my co-host Xavier joins us as usual. Hello, Xavier. Hello, and I hope that that uh, intro music got you sort of in the mood. Oh, I love that music. I love our intro music too. And what I really like about it is that it's actually a subtle ploy to get all our listeners conditioned like Pavlov's dogs. They hear that particular (laughs) music, and just like Pavlov's dogs salivate when they see the bell and the alarm our hope is that this primes the listeners yes to having to creating a space a space sinking in sinking in in which the so, so that they can, so that we can impart our wisdom to our them wisdom. indeed indeed listeners are you feeling it have you settled in do we need to play the music again <laughs> probably not um and of course once again our um show is brought to you by our marvellous sponsors. Lalo. A, an incredible group of people. Um, yes. Swedish. Swedish. Who Swedish design des- the most beautiful, um, what do they call them? Well, they describe themselves as the world's leading provider of intimate lifestyle products, covering bedroom yes. accessories, high-quality pleasure objects and more. And our featured um, Lalo product, we'll be talking about more later in the show today. We will. We will. One that the ladies at the women's workshop that I did a couple of nights ago rather liked the look of. And In particular, you, they like the look of all of them. but Because so. they are beautifully designed objects. This is a very discreet one. This is, yes. And if you have the opportunity while you're listening to this, feel free to go on the Lelo website. That's L-E-L-O yes. dot com. And, of course, you can always go on to the Jacqueline Hellier website or the Tantric Lounge website. Please do. All right. Today's subject, du, du semain. Well, you may, because this is in television, we, mm. I have to actually describe that I'm surrounded by other objects today in the Tantric Lounge. Yes. L- plush objects. Yes. What's the purpose of all this plushness and all of these, this paraphernalia? This, this colour and lusciousness. We have feathers, we have whips, we have eye masks, we have ropes, ribbons. Lovely cushions. cushions with beautiful artworks of people making love on, etc., etc. Because this weekend, in fact, after the show, I'm heading up to the mountains to run a couples retreat, a luscious lovers retreat. That's the Blue Mountains, just outside of Sydney. The Blue Mountains, the, outside of the Sydney. The famous Blue Mountains that take their name from the eucalyptus oil that perpetually hangs in the air, giving yes. the mountains a lovely bluish Beautiful. tinge. When you look over from Sydney, you see blue in the distance and that's where we're heading up and i have um some lovely couples joining us who'll each have their own beautiful cabin up in the bush up in the mountains and we're going to have the most delightful three days of sensuality spirituality eroticism and very deep connection so i I think they're all very excited i certainly am and today's theme is Mm. living la vida tantrica absolutely living the tantric life absolutely so following on from last week's show where we did some tantric myth busting and one of the key things really that came out of that is that it's like you can't just put tantric sex in a box like tantra is not just about sex and it's not like oh well there's the tantric sex box which is which which is a bit like saying that Tantric sex or sex in general is not Mm. something that you should separate from your life. It's not something that you should compartmentalise. No, no. And it's very different from this idea that we've had around sex in the West where, you know, there's life and then there's sex in this little box. And part of the reason why that box exists is because a lot of people have this idea of sex being dirty, I think. Well, yes, I would agree with you. Yes, and there's... 
there mm. wouldn't be any need for having sex in a box, mm. especially a dirty box full of sinful stuff. Yes. It's something that you kind of have to do simply because you have these animalistic urges, which yes, like, are a little bit ungodly, but oh dear. Which is a bit like, like, like as if the sex box is like the going to the toilet box. Well, it's a little bit like that. I mean, a lot of people are more happy to talk about their bowel movements than they are about their sex life. Which is really odd when you can think. It's sad when but you it's, think about but it. But that's, again, part of the general problem in our society mm. um, where um, some th- uh, the value system's all screwed up. Mm. Like we're fine to ha- watch depictions of violence. Yes. And people getting splattered all over the place. Yes. Blood everywhere. Yes. We're more fine about that mm. than we are about seeing people making beautiful love. Yes. And sharing each other's bodies and sharing each other's lives. I don't know where that value system. Well, I know where that value system yes. came from. But we, we could go on for hours shows. about that. Yes, but this we're not talking about the problem. We're talking about the solutions today. And what is okay. solution focus? Okay. And what is the solution to the general problem of sex and actually pleasure in general being put in this separate box mm. where you only like peek in occasionally? <laughs> well, I think he hit the nail on the head there a little bit with the, this idea about pleasure, right? So we've had this dichotomy in uh, in the West. I believe, too, about how sort of pleasure has to be separate as well. Like there's hard work, there's hard work, and then there's, you know, there's the reward yes, at the, the end of the it. the great and evil Protestant work ethic. Yes, the Protestant work. But if I, it hurts, it's good for you. Yes, but I don't think we can just blame the Protestants for that. I think it's actually fairly universal, which I think leads to this sort of um, thing that we do in the West too where it's one extreme to another. You know, you work really hard and then you party really hard, so you get completely wasted and... Yeah, you get completely wasted and then you fuck hard or, or something. And living La Vida Tantrica is about actually softening it all up. Yes, yes, getting the flow in life. So how do people get into this flow? How do people, mm. because part of it is a worldview, yes. seeing the world through tantra-coloured glasses. <laughs> yes, sprinkling tantric dust over everything. That's right. So what is then mm. when you have to when you need to sprinkle tantric dust over everything? What is the recipe for tantric du- dust? What does the color of tantra look like? Ooh, I haven't thought of a color. Well, Ooh. it doesn't have to be a literal color. Ooh. It's sort of, it's no, no, no. Of, but I'm getting a color. Oh, she's getting she's I'm getting, getting messages, color. people. She's stay, getting messages. Stay with it. Ooh, for me, and this is just for me. The tantric dust is. Kind of this soft rose pinky with a touch of purple in it. Ooh, ooh. And then it just has splashes of sort of a vibrant blue going through it. Ooh. Sort of like a tea rose with extras. Yes, but it just, oh, actually, it's rather like the colours I'm surrounded by here. Okay. So that's an, that's Quite a jeweled colour. So that's one thing that people can do. Mm. They can immediately start personalising their pleasure principle. Yes. In fact, that's what we're going to do in the third part of today. I'm going to take everyone through an activity to help them get colours and images and feelings around this concept of tantricising their life. And we're not being prescriptive about this. We're not saying the colour of tantra is tea rose pink with purple and little splashes of green. That's just what it means to you. Yes. We're going to invite people. And that's what it means to me right now. Right now. Mm. Ah, yet yet another point. Yes. So what we're going to do is invite people to Mm. discover their own associations. Yes. And for some people it'll be more of a kinesthetic 
aesthetic thing or for visual. Which means body and feeling. Yes, depending on what their main modality is. And some people are more audial, so they'll like to hear hear things. Some people are very gustatory, they'll like to taste Taste it, it. they'll like to feel Mm. it in their mouths. Mm. Some people are very olfactory, they like to smell it. Yes. And some people will try the whole thing. And might have more than one. And also allowing people the, the space that this changes in time. Yes. But it's more about connecting to that part of you that makes mm. those associations. Mm. And I think part of doing exercises like this too and, and how this helps you tantricize your life is because it allows you to turn off that brain, that monkey chatter mind that's so busy, 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 busy and gets in the way and allowing you to, to sink in, to sink in. And when you sink into your body, you start finding space in life. Now, we must make, I have to get on my soapbox again about oh, this because we're all trying to live these lives in a an industrial society. Yes, we are. For the most part. Mm. And an industrial society has really, through its education system and through its social conditioning, mm. asks people to be, uh, if you like, cogs in an industrial machine. Yes, it's the main po- purpose of education to me seems to be mm. conformity and um, how to become a better wage slave. A better cog in the machine. A better cog in the machine. Mm. Now, that's okay because mm. it can be useful mm. to do that. The problem is when that's all that you are. Well, or, then you become an automaton. A robot. Like a robot. Right. So and this you work, is- work, 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 and then you get your reward at the end by vegging out in front of television, which is just there to sate the masses. Those are the little rewards at the end. Or you work work 50 years and get your little pension at the end or your little retirement or Mm -hmm. your superannuation, Mm. your 401k, and then you can actually start to enjoy life at the end. (laughs) So living La Vida Tantrica is Mm. about starting to enjoy life now, even within that context. Living life now within that context. Yes. Yes, and of course we have to earn money and we have to raise children and there's all that. But there's a lovely concept I like, which is the way of the householder, Mm -hmm. right? So there's two spiritual paths. There's the way of the recluse and there's the way of the householder, Mm -hmm. right? Now, it's very easy to be able to, if you were to remove yourself from life and go and live in a monastery where people feed you and look after you and you go into a routine and you can meditate and pray all day long right? It's not that difficult to be spiritual in those environments because there's no distractions, right? Not to imply that's necessarily an easy life, but you can kind of see that there's no distractions. Until you get involved in monastic politics. Ah, well, yes. But Put a let's group not of people talk- together, you get politics. However, the way of the householder is someone who's living in life, who does have family and work and paying off mortgages and all of those things that we have in everyday life. How can you be spiritual and live a joyful, productive life with a lot of personal growth and so forth if that's your lifestyle and once again we need to specify that Mm. your definition of spirituality Mm -hmm. encompasses sensuality well absolutely and that's why i use the word tantra even though i'm not a purist with the whole tantric thing because the whole tantric movement into in in ancient india came about because people were wanting to be able to be spiritual in their everyday life and not have to just follow what the priests had to say, right? 
And we have a very similar sort of thing in the history of Christianity where, you know, the priests took over and they were the ones who had access to God and the average person was denied it. But in the modern world, what mm. we're asking people now and what mm. we're going to be telling them later <coughs> on the program in the, with mm. specific exercises yes. is how to incorporate the spiritual and the sensual yes. into the aspects of their everyday life mm. so that those aspects are not separate either. No, no, because once you start experiencing this moment by moment in life, then you are both being in the physical and in the spiritual at the same time. And you're finding the pleasure in both. So the pleasure in the physical is a very sensual experience and the, the pleasure in the spiritual is a very blissful experience. So you can actually tantricize even the most mundane of things. You can tantricize being on a bus, on a train, yes. on the way to work. You can be you can tantricize even mm. an, a seemingly unpleasant thing like being stuck in traffic. Absolutely. What kind of music are you listening to? Are you listening to an inspiring talk? Are you practicing your breathing? If you're stuck in traffic mm. and you have all of this apparent negativity around mm -hmm. you, how do you create a space, a little bubble yes. of Tantra mm. in which you can say, you know what, mm. I can't do anything about the traffic. No. I'm stuck in the world's longest parking lot right now. Yes. But what I can do is I can make this, I can reframe this experience. It's all about the reframing. And then you, the more you practice these things mm. of reframing that moment, the better yes. you get at it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're making conscious choices moment by moment. I'm consciously choosing not to be bothered by this. Unless you're at that point where you just simply aren't bothered by it. But if you need to consciously choose it. Look, and sometimes you might consciously choose to lose it and get really angry about something. You know, that's okay. But it's a conscious choice. It's not some automatic reaction that you feel you have no, no response. Which over. brings us back to the theme that we continue to go back to. Mm. And that is making a conscious choice. Living tantrically, sprinkling tantra dust over mm. everything. Seeing mm. the world through tantric coloured glasses mm. is about making a conscious choice. Yes. And stopping yourself. Mm. When you go into automatic and say, this is a crap situation. I'm stuck <laughs> in traffic. I am so angry. I need to be there on time. I'm going to be late. Yes. Blah, and you have I'm that whole. i horn and make it sure that everybody yeah. shares how pissed off I am exactly, so that I can increase the amount I, of negative energy around that's me. That's right, because I want to spread yes. the hate. Yes. I want to spread the I'm hate. pissed off. Everyone else I should be pissed off. Ah, it's exactly. too much. Ah. So, no. yes, instead of doing that, mm. make a different decision. Yes. I am now going to do something as simple as sitting in this car mm. and experience the sensuality of sitting. Oh, yes. My bottom is on this, yes. this seat. My I'm back feeling my against, bottom I'm now. I'm feeling my bottom. I'm feeling mm. my back against this chair. So mm. just before, while we are on our break, yes. one thing that we can invite our listeners to do yes. is to simply... Try that. Feel their bottoms on their seat. Feel their, feel their bottoms on their Become aware of how that feels. Get very present in your bottom. Getting very present in your bottom. I'm present in mine. It feels good. I'm present in mine. Yes, it's there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm enjoying my bottom at the You're moment. Enjoying your bottom at the I think moment. I'm just going to have to have a break so I can so, so enjoy, you can enjoy your bottom. And, and that's how I hope for all our listeners enjoy mm. your bottoms during the break.
Hello, welcome back to the Tantric Lounge with me, Jacqueline Hellier, and my co-host, Xavier Watercane. Today, we're talking about La Vida Tantrica. How do you sprinkle Tantra dust everywhere into your life so that the whole thing becomes pleasurable? And I, it's my sincere hope that mm. everybody during that break did enjoy sitting down, enjoy mm. the sensation that they were feeling from simply sitting. Sitting. Absolutely. Again, applying mm. the La Vida Tantrica to living in an industrial society, Yes, one of the really big things that you can do is to simply see the world as your playground. Mm, nice analogy. Because if you see the world as your playground, every pot- per moment is mm. a potential for sensualising this experience to making it more positive. It is. So if, that, if people just start there mm. and just say... Whatever the experience is, I can be mm. washing dishes. Mm. And you can be feeling how they feel in your hands or you could be enjoying the patterns that the soap bubbles make. Yes, the lovely rainbow lights <sighs> that happen when the sun hits the bubble in a particular way. Yes. And even you can get philosophical about it. Every bubble is a unique moment in eternity. Every bubble is a moment that will never happen again. And mm. when that bur- bubble bursts, that bubble is burst forever mm. but at least you were there to bear witness to that bubble to the bubble bursting mm. so it's also about creating meaning it is and you can add to the atmosphere with with music what's going on so often i'm sort of talking to couples about how they can well essentially tantricize their life together you know how can they make the drive home or the commute home from work a pleasurable one so that when they walk in the door they're like oh i'm so happy to be home Yes, and if you're picking up your spouse from work, mm. there's a lot of couples now commute. Mm-hmm. This doesn't mean that the every drive home has to turn into some sort of blowjob. It just means, <laughs> I mean, it can. It could. It could. Yeah. But you don't have to go that far. You can no. simply just enjoy. Yes. I've seen some lovely examples. I've seen Full some stop. lovely examples of that where just some, sometimes the, the husband is driving, the wife simply puts her hand on her husband's thigh. Oh. It's beautiful to just be like, in moments just like, like that. Just, just like that, and I'm just thinking, wow. Yeah. This, these people know it. No, they're just using that one moment to sh- share mm. affection mm. And, that, that, and that touch. Yeah. And then, like, how do you cook dinner together? You know, some couples share the cooking or one might like to cook and the other sits there and has a, has a glass of wine and chats. You know, so it becomes however you are, however you arrange your you life. Need to do. However you arrange your life, to, yeah. you make a conscious effort to make it a more sensual, sensuous experience. Yes, and all of this comes into your uh, your your um, subject about being the chilled build. Yes, that there's no tension here. No, and so when you're relating like this, if there is going to be some lovemaking at some stage, whether it's at the end of the night or before dinner or whenever, or possibly not till next weekend, but you've got this lovely kind of connection you're sort of relaxed and that gets you know everything simmering you're not in that state of 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 hyper arousal that's you know the sympathetic nervous system which is the fight or flight which is so many people are in in our society you know the stress hormones flooding all the time for women in particular it's really hard for them to sig into some love making if their system's full-on sympathetic and, you know, flight or fight, got to get this done, got to do that done, having arguments with this, having arguments there, ah, it's all too much, ah. 
She can't. And each moment that you use to live La Vida Tantrica mm. is a practice moment as well. It is. It helps you rehearse mm. the sensuality that you might later take into the bedroom or wherever yes. it is that you're... Because you're getting much more into the parasympathetic way of operating, you know, which is relaxed. It is more chilled because you're not living on this hyper-fear thing all the time so that coming from this space of being quite relaxed, parasympathetic mode, then you can get a little bit of sympathetic happening, which is the yummy arousal. That's the, ooh, yum, right? The sort of chocolate. Yes. Melt in your mouth sort of. Yes, sick. but it's not actually stress-related. It's, yeah. We have questions. Oh, do we? Yes. Goody, goody, goody. Yes. I love yes. questions. Sue. Sue. Hi, Sue. I don't have La Vida Tantrica. I have La Vida Exhaustica. <laughs> With three small children and a husband who's rarely around, mm. I have trouble getting through the day, let alone tantricizing it. Mm. Any advice? Yes, absolutely. Listen to this radio show over and over again. <laughs> yeah, until you get it. Sometimes yes. you won't hear it, get it in the yep. first hearing. No, no. And I have to say, I mean, I, I was in a similar situation, actually. I had three children and a husband who wasn't around very much. And partly what you need to do, Sue, is you know that you know how when you're in an aeroplane and they say if the oxygen masks descend, you've got to attend to yourself first. Put on your own oxygen mask before you help the kids or anyone else, right? The reason for that is you need to be alive to be able to help people, right? And it's the same in life in general. You need to say, for me to be the best person I can, to be the best mother, to be the best partner, to be the best friend, to be the best whatever, I need to look after myself, right? So even if you have little children, you say, look, I deserve this. I'm going to take five, ten minutes out to sit down and have a cup of tea and I will train my children to know that when mummy's having a cup of tea, don't disturb me. I'm already hearing millions of women thinking, I don't even have five minutes. I'm mm. lucky if I have five seconds. Okay, so if you've got five take seconds, five take seconds. five seconds. Yeah, just stop and breathe. Just take a couple of deep breaths if that's all you can do. Whatever, okay. you, can, whatever you can get, get and take that time to create the time and the space mm. and just focus a little. Because this, you, you often say that this whole living La Vida Tantrica takes focus. It does. It but does. it doesn't have to be hours of meditation. No. It can be a, snap, a stolen moment here, a stolen moment there. Yes. A lot of times you have to take advantage of these small moments. Mm. And the more you do that, particularly as, you know, a, a busy mother, for instance, to keep using Sue's example, it is a positive feedback loop. That's what's so wonderful about this. And it actually becomes easier and easier, right? You'd have your, you have your few breaths or you actually stop and have your cup of tea. So when the kids are really annoying you, you can deal with it in a, in a lighthearted manner rather than getting really stressed out about it because this builds resilience in life. You're not being constantly flooded by stress hormones so that you can't cope. You're actually allowing the happy hormones to flow so things don't bother you as much. So it becomes easier and easier to take the time out and easier and easier to respond to things in a non-stressed way. The, um, another thing that you can think about is um, giving yourself permission to give these, yourself this experience. Mm, mm. You have to say, this is important. This is important. If I'm going to be a good mother or I'm going to be a good wife or whatever, this is important. Sure. I have to look after myself. I have to make sure that I'm priming my body by giving my body rest and pleasure, the low-key kind of pleasures we're talking about, plus some high-key pleasures as well, mm. so that my whole body is flowing. It means that my body will be healthier, my body will be happier, and if my body is happy and healthy, then my whole being will be happy and healthy as well. Okay. 
We have a question from Matt. Do you Matt, know Eckhart? Do you know Eckhart Tolle's stuff about the power of now? You're saying the same mm. thing here, aren't you? Oh, yes, Power of Now. Brilliant book. Really recommend that everybody reads The Power of Now. It's one of the best books on mindfulness that I've ever read. And um, it's been an international bestseller. And yes, because essentially what we're talking about here is living life more mindfully, being in the now. So that's about being in the now in time and now in space. Yeah, it's definitely Eckhart Tolle, T-O-L-E. You're saying the same here. It's all yeah. about being present. Yeah, absolutely. Here I am. Mm. I'm going to do this. Yes, what I am adding to this is stressing the quality of the experience so that it does become, you know, this spiritual, this this blissful or this sensual and that it does encapsulate both the physical and the spiritual and therefore the emotional, yeah? And we have a question from Paul. I'm loving your show, really funny. Love the skit about the tantric porn last week, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I got my, some good feedback about that. That was my, great. My question is more serious. I get what you're saying intellectually about pleasure being important, but I think the whole Protestant work ethic is so ingrained that I can't shift it. Mm. I've been on various spiritual quests over the years, always getting incredibly serious on each one and, frankly, not getting anywhere. Mm. The approach you're suggesting is very different to the hard work approach I've always taken. How can I make the shift that you're suggesting I guess you're not going to say to push through it or force it to work hard at it. No, no, quite the quite the opposite. So, what's this gentleman's name? Paul. 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 Your word. Your word for the week is allow. This is about just taking it slow, letting go a little, and just allowing life to be. Right. And you're right. This is so different from the I'm going to get through this. I'm going to make it happen. And so many of us have adopted, you know, approaches to spirituality, which are very similar. They're very austere. And we've got to clothes and we've we've got to worship people and you know we've got to get up our godly hours and meditate hours on end and hardly eat anything and force ourselves to be spiritual. And it doesn't work. Now, for some people, yes, they get they evolved to a place where they want to be vegetarian or not eat very much. Or And for some people, getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning is a really useful practice and, and it's a lovely time for them to meditate. If that works for you, fine. Right? But to try to force yourself to be, you know, in inverted commas, you know, spiritual, it's actually going to backfire because your whole being will be reacting against it. Far better to tap into yourself, just take those moments and just say, what am I feeling right now? What am I needing right now? And honouring that. And also not to have to take huge bites. A lot of this mm. is about taking baby steps. Yes. A lot of this is about deciding, okay. Yes. I can't solve it all right now. Mm. I can't climb Mount Tantra in just one leap. No. But I can take one small step. One small step. And you can't look at people who appear to be way more advanced than you and say, oh, oh, I'm not like you. Use them as inspiration, potentially guidance if they've written books or <laughs> run radio shows. And, you know, learn from them. But you're not going to be the same as them. And just as there's probably people above them and people above them, and I'm sure even, you know, the Jesuses and the Buddhas of the world, you know, they might have still had a few more lifetimes to go before they reach where, wherever we're going. Okay, so it's just, it's just about accepting where you are right now, whatever that happens to be, and just starting, whether it's starting to breathe, starting to meditate, 
or doing yoga or whatever the next step is for you and whatever your thing is. Smelling the roses. Smelling the roses. Just stop and smell the roses because it doesn't matter how many bloody meditation retreats where you don't talk for 10 days you go on if you come back and forget to smell the roses. Mm. Yeah? Again, it's that idea that, oh, I've got to solve it all at once. I've got to take this yes. these, this block of time and just dedicate myself. Yes. And then that will change everything. Yeah? You're much better off doing small little bits. Yes, do the small little bits. And then if you want to go on one of those meditation retreats where you don't speak for 10 days, and they can be fantastic, do that as well. And, yes, that might give you an extra bit of a lift that takes you further. You might come back and be better able to meditate. Great. Right? But no one thing on its own is going to solve everything. Yeah? Question from Tina Allen. We'd just like to say that we've been practicing what you've been preaching and loving it. Mm. That plugging in <laughs> idea, we talked about plugging in last week, which is about simply. Yes. Um, we've been having so much more sex and feeling so much closer. We're also enjoying the sex without the orgasm. It's so mm. relaxing. Mm. Plugging in. Yeah. Oh, thanks for that feedback. And I'd love to hear from any other listeners who want to send in their feedback. Yeah, the plugging in, it's just the most delightful thing. You know, that's when just to refresh people's memory or if you're a new listener, it's just when you're lying together and just letting the penis go in the vagina and just hanging there for a while. You can just be cuddling in spoon when you wake up in the morning or before you go off to sleep. And it might just be that, might build up to something a little bit more, but it doesn't have to. And as this lovely couple have discovered that the plugging in is something that you can do frequently because it's low key. And also, you can learn to make love without it having to have this explosive orgasm at some point. I, I often describe it as orgasmic. You can build up to like greater depths of yumminess without there necessarily being an obvious orgasm at some point. And the thing is, often if you do have an explosive type orgasm, it can actually leave you feeling a little bit disconnected from your partner, right? Even a bit grumpy sometimes. Whereas if you can make love like this, as well, then you both sort of build up in this lovely way and you just finish in this lovely space of yumminess. And it's almost like, you know, the happy hormones keep flowing and there's more oxytocin and there's more endorphin and you just feel that lovely connectedness, right? And I, I truly believe that if couples had more of that sort of sex regularly and then sometimes had, you know, the more out there stuff and giving each other lots of explosive orgasms. Yeah, great, great. But in between, if you can have these nice connecting style um, sessions of lovemaking, then, yeah, that keeps the oxytocin flowing and it's all yummy and, yeah, the world you see through rose-coloured tantra glasses, definitely. So I highly recommend that. We have a question from Tom. Bali, Indonesia, that's on the other side of the world because we we're talking mm. about your workshops, My retreats your in Bali, retreats, yes. yes. Mm. Uh, when are we going to see you over in the US? Ah, well, look, I'd love to get over to the US. Um, I'm just starting my international forays <laughs> this year. Yeah, so I'll be doing my two retreats in Bali. So the first one is for couples. It's a Luscious Lovers retreat in Bali in near Ubud. And then the next one is a tantric lounge retreat for five days, which is open to individuals and couples. Look, it's not that far from America. You just have to hop on a plane. And if you've never been to Bali, it is absolutely amazing. So I recommend that all my international listeners go. Um, but America, hopefully sometime soon. Okay. And I think that's time for, for a break. break. 
and welcome back to the Tantric Lounge. Uh, we have one more question. Oh, okay. Uh, Steve, not replacing the six box with the tantric six box. I get it. Now I know what I've been doing wrong. I'm going to start tantricizing, dare I say, sexualizing everything. That's sexualizing in a whole different way to what I used to think of as mm. sex. Mm. Uh, yep, doing some awareness raising here. Don't know about tantric trampolining. Oh, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we did mention last week mm. in, in passing is obviously a lot of this idea of tantric trampolining. You can make anything. That you can make anything. Yes, central. because they, yes, I remember when you were telling me how you went trampolining. And it was yeah, just... so, so the idea is basically any, mm. any activity. It can even mm. be a sports activity. Or an object. Remember how I brought home the other day the objet de beauté, which is, oh, listeners, it's the most beautiful, beautiful thing. It's a herb chopper. It is a herb chopper, but it's made in Japan and there's this beautiful wooden sort of a bowl and then there's this kind of semicircular knife blade and it just chops your herbs perfectly. And it's just so beautiful. It's like a tantric experience just chopping the herbs. Just doing that. Mm. Just cooking, which of course is a very sensual activity as well. Yes, and it brings such joy to be able to... Which again, which again brings into this idea, the idea of having beautiful objects in your life, whatever you mm. consider beautiful, as yes. being an adjunct to the whole sensuality experience. For yes. example, right now I'm holding one of Lalo's wonderful vibrators mm. that does, it is the least looking, it's, it's an object that doesn't look anything like a vibrator. No. It actually looks like. A big bean. A big bean. A big black bean with, covered with pretty pink flowers. And it's all black. Apart from the pink flowers. Apart from the big flowers. Yes. And this is the surprising, this is, the, this is called the NEA, the yeah. spelt N-E-A, and if mm. you look on the Lilo website, L-E-L-O.com, mm. and you put in NEA, N-E-A, this is what comes up and you'll be able to see a picture of it, but it actually looks like a very large bean, mm. and yet so much pleasure can be had from this. Yes. Applied in the right way mm. at the right time. Well, absolutely. And, you know, I was showing this to the ladies at the workshop um, the other night and they were like, wow, it's just so beautiful and it doesn't look particularly phallic, mm. which also takes away the idea that sex has got to involve, you know, penises and things and there's got to be phallic objects. Of course, as I keep saying, a penis is a wonderful thing and a joy to play with, but it doesn't have to. Right, and just holding this, just just the act of holding the little near um, vibrator, brings pleasure, makes you smile, yeah. And so all of that adds to the experience of the self pleasuring or the mutual pleasuring if you're doing it with your partner. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I love Lalo so much is because the objects themselves encapsulate beauty and sensuality and they just help get you in the mood they relax you it's and between the time that you order your near and you're waiting for it to come in the yes. mail there's other things that you can do indeed and you're going to take us through that now you're going to help us take life out of the ten- sex out of and sensuality out of the mm. box that people have put it in mm-hmm. and incorporate it into your life mm. yes so yes i got inspired earlier just in today's show about about well, what is that? What is the color of tantra? Because what we can do in our lives is we can have these things that we call anchors, and they help us maintain a particular feeling. All right. So 
you can either create an anchor by, mem- by remembering what that feeling is, or you can do an exercise like the one that I'm going to take you through right now. Okay, And it's similar to ones that I've taken you through before. And we're going to tap into the various brains or the various chakras inside our bodies to help us with this. Okay, So sitting comfortably. Of course, don't do this if you're driving or operating heavy machinery. So just closing your eyes and just becoming aware of your breathing. Those of you who are regular listeners, I hope you have been practicing your breathing regularly because breathing is one of the best ways to sink into that space. All right. Now, I want you to just become aware of this concept of tantricizing life, of being able to find the sensual, the blissful, the sexual in, in everything. And we're going to t- take this concept and we're just going to hold it in your heart, bringing your awareness to your heart area. And allowing a colour to emerge that for you represents this concept of tantricizing life. What is the colour of the tantra dust for you? Feel it around you. Feel it within you. What is this colour? Allow it to completely absorb you. And now with a lovely breath, breathing that colour from your chest, breathing it up into your head and allowing the colour to fill your head brain. And as it travels up into your brain, you may become aware of a sound that it also is associated with this concept of tantric dust, tantricizing life. Not everyone gets a sound, but if you're auditory, you may get a sound. So be aware of that as well. And as it swirls around in your head, just be aware that your head brain can allow you new perceptions around this idea of tantricizing life, new ways of thinking. Let it swirl there, let the color swirl. And possibly, too, you might even get an image that represents to you tantricizing life. It might be a clear image or a symbol. Just let that swirl there, too. And then allow it to flow back down, all of this color, sound, imagery, to flow back down into your heart, pull back into your heart. And while there, allow it, allow your heart brain, allow your heart chakra to bring for you new ways of relating new ways of relating to yourself and new ways of relating to other people in your life around this idea of sprinkling the world with tantra dust. How might this change the way you relate? What are the new and improved ways of relating? Letting that settle into your chest and then... Sprinkle, sprinkle. And then allowing that to fall down into your abdomen pooling into your abdomen the colour, the sounds, the images, new thoughts. And how does your abdomen feel? How does that third chakra, how does your gut brain, what does it have to say about new ways of behaving? New ways of behaving in a world that's full of tantra dust, in a world that's tantricized. What are new ways that you can behave? Just allowing your gut brain, your third chakra to bring new insights. And then allow this to flow even further down into your body, right down into the base of your torso. Allow it to fill up your pelvis. Allow the color to pull there, to start vibrating, to pulse deep in your pelvis. If you have a sound as well, the sound might be down there resonating down in your pelvis the image or the symbol might be dancing around 
really feel it down there and allow it to bring with you, allow your pelvic brain, your base chakras to bring with it new ways of being. How can you be? How will you be? How are you being different and new now that you're tantricizing life, now that you are living a la vida tantrica? What is the shift in your essence, in your actual being? Staying with that feeling, feeling it right down deep in the core, as deep into your being as you can go. And then on a lovely long in-breath, I want you to draw all of that back up, 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 up your body, back up your spine, up through your middle to fill your chest again. Now bringing it back to your heart. And while you're there, just allowing it to sink into your heart and bringing awareness now to your nose. Breathing in the air, breathing in this concept of tantric dust, la vida tantrica, so that the very air permeates with it. Is there a scent? What is the scent? What is the smell of la vida tantrica? And can you bring this odor, the perfume of la vida tantrica, in through the air that you breathe, in through your nostrils, down into your mouth, so that you carry it to every single cell of your body through the breath? the essence, the scent and the perfume of the tantric life. And can you feel it in your mouth? Can you taste it, swirl it around in your mouth? What can you feel with the saliva? What is the taste of La Vida Tantrica? Allow it to swirl there in your mouth. And then as you're ready, swallow it. Mm. Consciously swallow the essence, the taste, the flavor of La Vida Tantrica. So it too goes down into your body and also is carried through to every single cell of your body physically and energetically so that the whole body is now vibrating every cell with the concept of La Vida Tantrica. Stay with it for a moment. Just reflecting now on the colour, any sounds, any symbols, images, the scent, the taste, using those to anchor. And now finally, you might want to make a gesture, a little gesture with your hands, a little gesture with your hands or possibly a stance that to you symbolizes La Vida Tantrica. Knowing that you can use any of these anchors, the color, the sound, the smell, the taste, the gesture, the image, to bring you back to this sense, this knowing of this new way of thinking, a new way of relating, a new way of behaving, and ultimately a new way of being around La Vida Tantrica. So now I'd like you to allow yourself to come out of this space, open your eyes, wiggling your fingers and hands. Ah, might like to take a nice deep breath. And now we're back. One thing that we need to emphasise, because we can't say it enough, Mm. is that it's about small moments. Small moments. It's about baby steps. Baby steps. Not trying to go at all whole hog all at once. No. And also these exercises are about conditioning yourself getting yes. yourself acclimatized mm. acclimated yes to this new way of being in the world yes if you're not used to it then you don't know what you're working with 
But slowly, if you do these exercises, if you practice your breathing, if you take time out just to reflect, and I'd also encourage people and in particular couples, if you're doing, if you're on this journey together, maybe at the end of the day, just reflect back on how was your day? Where were the tantric moments in it? Where were the lovely sensual moments or the moments where you just felt life was right, where you took that moment out to just be like, huh. And as you get better at this, how you are able to use this new way of being to transform moments or experiences that might otherwise have been unpleasant or which in previous ways of being would have been unpleasant. How have you been able to shift that? And, and give yourself a pat on the back for doing pat it. Pat on the back, absolutely. You have done well. Mm. Every little step further is mm. a step further and yes. feel free to acknowledge that within yourself. Congratulate yourself. Do. No I've done how well. Small, I've done well. Yes. I've, I've made this moment a little better. Mm. And enjoy, whether you're on your own at the end of the day, just going through a bit of a gratitude, good things in life, good things you've done, how you're growing and shifting. Also acknowledging places where you might have done better. That's okay. And if you are in a partnership, then share that with your partner. And bring her or him along for the ride. Mm. Absolutely. Each share how you're going on the La Journey Tantrica. How do you say that in Spanish? Um, la Jornada, I think. La Jornada, la jornada tantrica. tantrica. It is, because life becomes a Jornada Tantrica. Mm. Mm. So, having done that, mm. having done that, you get to a new space. You get to a new way of existing. And mm. then you start seeing the world through more tantric coloured glasses. You now see mm. the, the sprinkling of tantra dust everywhere mm. because everything becomes an opportunity to practice this mindfulness, mm. this way of being in mm. the world. It's like you're waking up. And unlike in the Matrix when you wake up and you realise that it's all crap, you, actually, you wake up and you start realising that actually it's all rather wonderful. Yes, this is, this is sort of the anti-Matrix. Mm. This, is the, this is the blue pill that tells you <laughs> yeah. that everything really is okay, that mm. life doesn't have to be all stress. Yes. People beating on your door. It, mm. And it actually will affect every relationship you have, even the most every casual relationship, because you will be carrying with you this mm. bubble mm. of niceness. Mm. The other thing we should mention very quickly, because we only got a couple of minutes, mm. is that my experience is, with this is that a whole bunch of people just sort of vanish from your life eventually. Yes, the ones it, that aren't aligned. The ones that aren't aligned with mm. this new energy mm. and the ones that are, a whole in. bunch of new people come in mm. and new, and even your old relationships might transform. Yes. Just before we go, mm-hmm. and thanks again to Lalo for our, um, sponsoring the program, mm. next week we yes. are going to be talking about... We're going to change the topic slightly and we're actually going to be talking about how to bring up your children sex positive so that they have this concept of la vida tantrica and a way of approaching sex and sensuality and bliss and so forth in a way that's really positive. And children, of course, are very sensitive to adult hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. So the bir- step one is do the la vida tantrica exercises first. Yes, practice so that you what can, you preach. Yes, sell <laughs> it to yourself first. Mm. And model it as well. And model it and so that you're very sex positive mm. or more sex positive than you were. Yes. And then you can begin and then you can be, begin to apply these principles to your kids. Mm. So that your kids don't screw go grow up as screwed up as you did. <laughs> And so that they don't have to work quite as hard to unscrew up themselves. Well, yes. Yes, I've been applying this with my children and my eldest who's now 18. And it's just like, whoa, I just look at the way he is in the world. And I just like, no offence, mum and dad. But 
<laughs> I wish I'd. They were pretty good. They were pretty good. But they were, the sex thing was missing. And this whole concept of tantricizing life and finding the pleasure was not part of my upbringing. It was something I had to learn. But to actually have that in your upbringing, it, it creates beautiful people. And you have only to look at the way that he relates to his girlfriend to see oh. how, how nice it is. Oh, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm. And on that very positive note, next yes. week, bringing up your kids sex positive. Tantrica. Tantrikically sex positive. We look forward to your listening and to your questions. Yes. So once again, thank you, listeners. Please, if you want to email in at any time in advance, it's questions at the tantriclounge.com. Until next time. Until next week, please enjoy La Vida Tantrica.